Hey, it's Lisa Corder. I've been delivering coaching, trainings, lessons, webinars, you name it, for over seven years online. And today on the podcast, you're listening to what we're calling a tiny training taken from inside the vault here at LCHQ, and we hope you enjoy it. You can get clear with yourself about the single way of being that would change most things for you. So this is the concept of be, do, have. And it's this idea that we keep on trying to do things differently to get a different result, but we're still being the same person. So we, we keep on, we're like, this is it. Like, this is my time. I am ready to, um, to get fit because I am such a sloth. Like, I am so unfit. I am gross. And I've got to do something about this. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to join a gym and I'm going to go to that gym three times a week. That is what I'm going to do. And then I'll have the body that I really want. But then I'm going to be fit and amazing and I'm going to walk around in my active wear every day and just be like, you know, light on my feet. And so we just try to do that, but we're actually still in our identity. Our state of being is slothful, lazy, like unfit, never sticks to anything. That's how I got here. Uh, blah, 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 blah. So we've done nothing to change who we're being. We just try to do things differently to get a different result. But we always, we always live out our subconscious identity. So that's like everything that you're doing in your life is because it's who you believe that you are. So unless you kind of start working from that point, and, you know, this is when I share things like just choose to um, be happy or be calm, or you know, any of the words, that is where the work starts. So with the exercise thing, as an example, who do I need to be, is the question I would ask myself, to have that, that, um, that fit light on my feet body, to be strong? Like, who do I have to be to have that end result? And so I sit with myself and I think, right, well, I'd, I'd kind of, I need to be committed in a way that I haven't been before. I'd have to give myself the chance to really commit because I'm not going to feel motivated to go to the gym. I know myself. That's not going to come easily to me. But maybe if I work from the place of being committed. And so every day I wake up and I'm like, you know what? I'm committed to, to my, to my fitness. Well, then if that's my state of being, and we literally have to tell ourselves this stuff over and over and over again, it's not like a instant kind of suddenly I'm a, I'm a fit freak, but we choose a state of being that would, that would be really, really transformative in, in one area of our lives or in, you know, so many different areas of our lives or the, the part that's kind of plaguing you the most, the part that's keeping you from doing things that actually serve you instead of everybody else. Cause we've all just filled up our time with stuff uh and and we probably haven't been intentional about what we're prioritizing so who do you need to be to get the results that you want to have whether that's 
you know, easy mornings to get out the door. Not like, okay, I need to, I need to set, uh, I need to, you know, put up an action list for the kids and they need to tick everything off. Yeah, that stuff is good. But if you're still coming at mornings frazzled, expecting the worst and unslept from the night before, <laughs> tired, uh, then you're just going to keep on like those little strategies. They're not going to mean anything because you're still being your frazzled, tired self. So who do you need to be to have, have those smoother mornings? Do you need to be rested? You need to be calm? You know, bring an element of calm. So wake up, give yourself a little bit of time and space in the morning. If you've chosen to be calm, and you know, listen to a, a five-minute meditation. Like, see, if you choose the state of being, you do things differently to get the end result. Okay, I hope this makes sense to you. You have to be working at that, that changing the identity level. Um, so, you know, many of you know that, that this is what I really tried to change in myself. I could see my life was quite chaotic, disorganised, uh, uh, unpredictable, I guess, would be a word that I would use to describe my life. So I chose to work from a place of calm and a place of peace. And then decisions are so much easier to make about what I say yes to and no to. And when I'm being peaceful, when I'm like, you know what, like, I'm, I'm being peaceful, everything's okay. Then I protect that peace. And once you do start to experience what it feels like to work from this new state of being, like you, it feels good. So, you know, even if it is committed, like, wow, I've really just shown myself that when I, when I choose to be committed, I actually follow through, then it starts to become part of the fabric of who you are. And then it's easier to say, no, actually, I'm... I'm going home after dinner. I'm not going out for drinks afterwards as well because I get up at, at six and go to the gym. Like, can you see how it just sort of changes things? And, you know, I do have to say that when we're, when we're, when we're shifting this stuff within ourselves, all of you chronic people pleasers, you have to get used to disappointing people because when you start choosing, you know, when you've really sort of sunk into the fact that this whole modern motherhood thing is a lie. You're never going to feel happy and content and joyful and calm and connected and powerful when you are literally burning the candle at both ends for other people all the time. When you really get that, that doesn't actually serve you or anybody else. And you need to start putting yourself on the priority pile then that's going to, you know, other people who are used to you just being there all the time and doing all the things, might their feathers might be ruffled. Or even people who are stuck in their story of like, woe is me, and start seeing you take positive action for yourself, their feathers will be ruffled, ruffled too. Or you're suddenly not going to be the person who's saying yes to all of the uh, playdates or yes to being on every single committee because you're like, no, I need to kind of get a little bit more serious about things that I want to do for me as well. Then it might ruffle other people's feathers. But I remember Liz Gilbert when I, and I'm sure you guys know who she is, Elizabeth Gilbert, who wrote Eat, Pray, Love. Um, 
and I saw her speaking in, in Brisbane and she, she spoke about how uh, she used to find it so draining when she do, she do events and then people would come afterwards and, you know, meet and greet and people would tell her the stories like your book changed my life. I left my marriage, you know, this and that and the other. And she was just like energetically drained all the time. So she stopped doing the meet and greets and she knew she was going to disappoint people, but she had to establish her own boundaries and know what was okay or not okay for her. So her, her way of being was that she wanted to show up and she wanted to give while she was on stage and, and be the best version of her. And that was compromised if she knew she had to do this like hours of people just waiting up to get her to sign a book and then tell her their life story. And like, I think about that all the time in, in, in my life with when it's, when there's people, you know, friends want to catch up or this, there's always things kind of pulling. It's like, it's okay for me to disappoint someone here to be able to protect this place of, of calm and peace. That's really, really important to me. Okay. So let's get practical. You will not be this new way of being until you decide that you want to. That's a really, really important part of this equation when it comes to letting go of your expectations of perfection and filling up your time with all the other things, not prioritizing you. Uh, you need to make a decision about how you want to be. So I, if I were you, I would really start to, you know, just get out a journal, start to think about all of these different ways of, of being that would make a difference to your life, that would help you get the results that you want without necessarily having to, to do anything differently right now, but just like have a sit with it. And then, and then just every single day, like I am happy, like I have decided to be happy because I don't want to be grumpy anymore. I want happiness. Then every day just wake up and say, what would it take for me to be happy today? What would it take for me to feel peaceful today? And then, you know, really embody that, feel it in your core, write it on your screensaver, your mirror, your fridge, because, you know, and people who've done Ready for Change understand that we need to create literally new neural pathways. We, our brain needs to start walking in a new path and uh, our old habits are there and they are the easy way to tread. And if you want to change, you actually need to sort of flex new muscles and light up new areas of your brain. And that is how you end up like it, it does. It doesn't even sound practical. It sounds like, like it's existing somewhere out there, but this stuff is real. Like you just, you just repeat, you repeat this new way of being and suddenly, you know, um, a new way of being might be um, organized and you might feel really chaotic, but choose to be organized and then see the results that will start to happen in your life. So if you wake up and like today, or, you know, it could be um, a completer, like someone who actually finishes things, you can choose any way of being that you want. And you just, you tell yourself that that's, that's who you are. That's how, you, what you're, how you're being. And then ask yourself how to, how that would appear in the day if I was to be organized if I was to be a follower throughera, what would that look like? What would I need to do today to just to be that? 
Hey, thanks for listening to that episode. I definitely hope you enjoyed it. Now, I wanted to let you know that we have a bunch of free stuff available for you at the website. You can go to lisacorduff.com and check out my free stuff section and download something juicy to help you with your transformation. You can also go to our programs page where I have made available some never sold before workshops and a bunch of short courses to help you with things like creating extra time in your week, moving through your overwhelm, getting on top of your tech habits and getting unstuck. I'm here to help and you've got brand new ways for me to do that beyond this podcast. So go to lisacorduff.com and check it out. Hey, if you're enjoying the conversation, then it would mean the world to me if you head over to iTunes and give us a rating and review. It really makes a difference and it's my intention to get as many of us involved in real conversations that really change the game as possible. Thanks so much for your help and I'll see you in the next episode. 